JR the Podcast thanks Black History Month. 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 Thank you. JR the Podcast thanks Black History Month. 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 Jonathan Ram Charan, it's your old chuckle buddy John Ram Charan. Greetings, salutations, that's my fancy way of saying hello. If you ever read Charlotte's Web, you fucking geek, it's your old chuckle buddy, guess who? Jonathan Ram Charan, reporting live for duty February 26th, 2018. Welcome to Jonathan Ram Charan, the podcast. On the count of three, one, two, Three, thank you, Black History Month. I, I just said on the count of three to like nobody. <laughs> just me, myself, and I. Thank you, Black History Month. Hey, um, for all my dear white listeners, which I, oh God, speaking of white people, that's got to be a white person vehicle right now. You hear this? Oh, we're going we're to do some work. Fucking first thing in the morning. Get your lazy ass out of bed, God damn it! We're white. Oh, it's time to do some work. Shut up.
What kind of fucking nonsense is this? On Black History Month, too, of all fucking months. You goddamn know we're sleeping in this month. Indecent fucking jackanapes. Jackanapes? <laughs> Where did I hear that one? I don't know, like the Jungle Book? Anyway, um, so fucking, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm counting down Black History Month. Thank you, Black History Month! One, two, three! That's a backwards way of counting. You can't really do a countdown if you announce <laughs> what you're counting down before the countdown. It's like, Happy New Year! 10, 9, 8, 7. <laughs> so I kind of muddled that one, but you get the point. It's Black History Month. Thank you, Black History Month. That's just a little something for all my white listeners to get up in arms about, you know. You know, that is totally, um, that phrase that I, I, I believe I fathered that phrase. There's a lot of babies out there that I might not have fathered. When it comes to 14-year-old Lakeisha, Jonathan... You are the father. Ah! I told you, motherfucker. Told you. Told you, motherfucker. Yeah, whatever, bitch. Whatever. I ain't, I ain't saying nothing. Y'all don't know me. Pretty hack, right? Everybody made fun of Maury back in the day. But um, when it comes to um, fathering this phrase, Thank you, Black History Month. I take full parental DNA testing rights. Maury Povich. Thank you, Black History Month. I made that little thing up. At least I think I did. I haven't heard it anywhere else. I want that to be like um, a slogan that all white people can hear. And it's a safe place for white people to roll their eyes. You know, it's a safe community. It's a safe haven that when a white person hears, Thank you, Black History Month. They can roll their eyes in safe contempt. Because that is a bit above and beyond, you know. It, I am... Purely saying that just to annoy those people who can't stand black power or black movement or black people, you know? And it's totally 100% right. You are absolutely right in the arrogance, in the smugness, in the hoity-toitery of the phrase, Thank you, Black History Month. Oh, thank you. You've taught us so much this season, Black History Month. Where would we be without your teachings? So um, to help celebrate the end of and to help Thank me, Black History Month, or thank you, or whatever. Thank the whole black community. On the, yo, motherfuckers, on behalf of the black community at the end of this black month, Black History Month, it's been a hell of a year, motherfuckers, hell of a year. And, um, you know, this month was just shaping up to be another one of them months. You know what I'm saying? A nigga waking up in the morning, fretting over the police, fretting over my baby mama, fretting over my rent, fretting over all things that I got to take care of as a black man in 2018. But I'm telling you right now, my brothers and sisters out there, this is a God-fearing year, 2018, and I'm here to say that I'm alive and I'm happy, and I'm here to thank you, Black History Month, for giving me back the black-ass pride that I have so lost in this era of fucking white guilt. And to help thank you, Black History Month, I've invited my dear friend and comrade, Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Mr. Prince Harry of Merry Old England. Black History Month. 
just a quick little joke right off the bat for you. If you think that my name is Harry, then you've never tasted black pussy. <laughs> anyway, my name's Prince Harry. Thank you very much, Black History Month. It's been a wicked month. I've been fucking black pussy all month long. My dear, dear fiance, Meghan Markle, has gave me up some of that black pussy on this Black History Month. And I'm just here to say that the UK and in the Prince Kingdom that I live in, we love black pussy and we love Black History Month, all right? So go out there and fuck yourself a black woman because as a white man, there's no other, other way you're gonna get laid in this year because guess what? White people can't do shit, all right? And that's coming from me, Prince Harry. White people ain't shit. So go out there and get yourself some black pussy while you can, white man. Because guess what? Your days of making money are numbered. The black man's gonna make all the money this year. <laughs> anyway, my name's Prince Harry. Gonna go eat some black pussy at this very moment. Good night, good luck, and God bless the UK. Hello, hello. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm Prince Harry. Half a tick, I made a little bit of a tizzy. I almost forgot to ask you, Jonathan. Will you do me the honor of becoming my first black knight? <gasps> Thank you, your highness. Oh, I'm beside myself. Thank you, your highness. I, I accept. I, a hundred percent, I accept. Thank you, your highness. Oh no, Jonathan, don't think anything of it. Thank you, Jonathan, for being the black, proud man that I know you are. Cheerio! My name's Prince Harry. Again, that was Prince Harry of um, Merry Old England. So, um, on behalf of Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast, I'd like to thank you, Prince Harry. Thank you very much for your um, devotion to Black Vagina. Thank you very much for your thanks and gratitude for Black History Month. It is um, well noted and it's well received and well appreciated. You're welcome back on the podcast at any time. But please just in the future, Prince Harry, um, try emailing or phoning beforehand. Because as a rule, as a guideline, I'm pretty busy and um, I don't really like British people. They kind of annoy me. So... As a generality, and also as just a, you know, you are a prince for God's sakes. You can act a little bit more formal. So, you know, don't just show up at my fucking house and molest me with your fucking... Like, I'm not even happy to see you. That's what kind of annoyed me about Prince Harry this morning. He just shows up at my fucking door and I hear like a, you know... Like, what the fuck? First thing in the morning. Open the door. Oh, hello there, mate. Jonathan. Jonathan, is that you? It's me, Prince Harry. Just want to say thank you very much. You're doing a smashing job on your podcast, mate. Do mind if I come in and give thanks for Black History Month? I'm like, oh, fuck, I guess so. So then he comes in and he flops his stupid red hair down on my couch. Oh, 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 it's a lovely couch you got here, governor. So anyways, where's the black pussy? I'm like, yo, man, like, you can't just come in my house and expect black pussy. He goes, oh, why not, governor? Like, sh that's a rummy state of affairs. What kind of black man are you? I thought you'd have some black pussy lying around. I'm like, no. I'm a goddamn fucking construction worker, comedian, podcaster. I don't got black pussy just laying about, for God's sakes. Hey, well, what the fuck, mate? I came all the way from Merry Old England for this, you know? And by the way, Megan Markle, she's getting right fucking ornery, she is. I mean, for sure. I woke up in the Prince 
chambers this morning, and she had a stupid fucking wig on the fucking mantle. And I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? You can't be wearing your wigs in my fucking chambers. Come on, push on. And I'm like, Prince Harry, quickly say your piece, get the fuck out of my apartment. And um, I sent him on his way, but um, the point being, thank you very much, Prince Harry, for reaching out to the podcast. Um, You're welcome back on a limited basis, and um, if that at all. Actually, as a matter of fact, Prince Harry, God bless the UK. Good luck with your marriage. Don't ever want to see you again. You rubbed me the wrong way. And uh, as a matter of fact, fuck your marriage too. I don't give a shit. I hope it ends in fucking turmoil and pain. Hope she divorces your dumb ass and takes the White House or the, the fucking Buckingham Palace or whatever that is. That fucking shack you live in. You know, part of being black is, you know, you got soul power. I'm a soul man. You think I care about money and petty bullshit like that? No, I don't got the fucking, fucking um, ambition of the white man's heart in me. No, man, I want to be like a... What did, what did, what the fuck did Andre 3000 say? Hello, Lord, it's me again. Hi, just want to make love to the whole world and all her girlfriends. That's it. Don't want anything else. So, you know what? You can suck a dick, Prince Harry. Don't you ever fucking knock on my door again. Punch you right in your fucking gap-toothed, red-haired, freckled, fucking royal fucking highness face. Fucking dildo. Hello there, Jonathan. Can I get on the podcast? No. Fucking weirdo, get out of here. And I don't like that video of you, like, pretending like you went to war. Did you ever see that video of him when he's sitting there and he's like, Oh, you know, I thought it was precedent. I thought it was, like, a, you know, a thing that I should do. I should join the fucking Royal Navy. And then all of a sudden in the background, they pretend like something was happening. This alarm goes off, right? And Prince Harry's like, oh my god, gotta go. And he jumps up and runs out of the frame. Nothing was going on. Come on, please. And if there was, what's he going to do? Stand there with his little fucking baton? You know those little batons that the royal people hold? Oh, stop it! Flippendo! And like smack people with his stupid little baton? You ain't going to do shit, Prince Harry. Don't you ever show up at my house trying to get on this podcast again. All right? And um, that's how I feel about you, Prince Harry. You stupid fuck. don't know a goddamn thing about him, but I do know this. (laughs) Um, White guys like black women. And I don't know how I feel about it. Because, you know, um, it's kind of funny. It's like, um, here's how I look at it, man. (laughs) I hate to diss a nigga on Black History Month, at the end of Black History Month, you know? But, like, you know... Black men, they got a bad rap, man. We've been so over-sexualized, and if it isn't something about, you know, oh, those black jungle apes, all they ever want to do is fuck, and they got their big, long black dicks, and this, that, and the other, and they're always after white women, and they're always after... They they really over-sexualized the black man, I feel, because guess what? Newsflash women, all men like to fuck. Get that through your fucking head, Meghan Markle. You're not saving your soul because you married a white man. <laughs> you know, like all fucking men want to fuck to a certain degree. I'm being vulgar. But, you know, that's just in a man. That's the male agenda. Sex. And I'm not going to say that's the guiding force. I'm not going to say anything other than all men have a sex drive. 
So to like put black men in this category of, oh, they're just these fucking horny, pent up sexual deviants that you gotta watch because at any moment they might spring. It's like, calm down, get your head a shake, give it a fucking break, get a grip, all right? That's just the male agenda. And uh, I feel like um, sometimes when you see these, um, there's a bad rap for black men, right? And a lot of black women, I think, are jumping ship and getting themselves fixed up and hitched up with white men. And guess what? It's in the advertising. That's what annoys me. You walk down the street, it's in the advertising. It's like you always see these advertisements promoting, um, oh, guess what? We're going to be... multicultural we're gonna be um we're gonna be unifying we're gonna be a multicultural society look all the races are intermingling oh really how strange that every time i see an interracial couple on the you know whether it be in some advertisement for pizza pizza or um some television program it's always a black woman and a white man explain that explain that What's that message say? It's saying that white men can fuck black women. But there the races lie. There the differences lie. Right? Isn't that what it's saying? I never see some... Like, where's the reality of it? Where, where's some fucking good-looking, square-jawed fucking quarterback, uh, black man, some ornery nigga had the gall to take a knee during a football game? Where's he with some white cheerleader? Or, like, with the reality of... It's, it's probably, like, a mutual thing. But you never see it. It's always like, um... Oh, this... It's always, oh, the white man saving the black woman from herself and her community or some fucking bullshit, right? I had a friend, when we went for coffee, she goes, oh, we should put white women into more um, positions of power. Or sorry, um, <coughs> we should put more white women into positions of power. <laughs> um, no, she said, we should put more black women in positions of power. Then, um, then they'll do something for the, for the black community and for women's rights. And it's like, no, they won't. The first thing a fucking black woman would do is go running to her white savior. Save me, black white man. Save me, white man. Oh, my black ass doesn't know how to do anything without a white man. And I get real ornery about it. Because um, as a black man, I find it a bit insulting. <laughs> no, I don't at all. But sometimes like, I get that vibe, you know. Because I don't know. It's, is, it, is it a male thing or is it a black man thing? Because... Like I say, I feel as if the black man's been over-sexualized, and I feel like a lot of times people get that vibe about me. They're like, oh! You know, you'll see a white man, and you see like a, let's say just a white couple walking down the street, and they'll peer over, and they'll see, so they'll see me. And the black, and the white man will get all like, oh! And he, he, he shepherds his white woman away from, her, from my side of the street or whatever, right? Oh! Get over here! Gladys, get over here! Oh! There's a black man coming. <sighs> it's just like, get a grip, all right? I don't want your woman. And guess what? If I, could, if I wanted her, I could probably have her. You goddamn know I'm a smooth operator. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. Is that good? That sounded pretty good, right? Guess what? I'm not even trying to sing and I sound good. That's just the charm of a black man. Ooh, oh, girl. See, look, I'm gonna, I, I don't sing at all, but let me pretend like I'm like some fucking Jason Derulo type or, you know, some fucking, you know, 
queen-tarted song and dance man. Let me give it a try here. Oh, girl, you know I want ya. See, like, that sounded pretty good. Just, you know, and I don't even have to try to do that. It's just in the black man's spirit, the charisma, the charm. And, you know, it sends these white men running for the hills. Oh, 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 black man's coming. Why don't you get on bended knee and thank the black man for giving you something to fuck to? And why don't you give yourself a goddamn fucking break and give yourself some alleviation from the pain and the guilt of white guilt and get on bended knee and thank God for Black History Month. That's what you should do, white person. Thank God for Black History Month that you can cleanse your soul and have a chance at being a human being for once in your fucking life. All right? <laughs> I never knew how much I was a fucking um, Black Panther until I started this podcast, man. I don't know what the fuck, man. It seems like every time I got on this mic, I'm bitching about being a black man. Go figure. <laughs> I don't even care about it, to be honest with you. It's just that it's, it's almost as if that is the pain and struggle of a black man. Like, you know, you remember that song by DMX? Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me lose my cool up in here, up in here. If I got to give it to you, cowards, then it's gonna be quick. I, you've been up in the clink before. Suck my dick. You know, what he's talking about in that song is the black man losing his fucking mind. To a certain degree, Dark Man X, X-Man, he's always going off about losing his mind, but like... That's the shit, like, all that shit I just said about black people and the black man and, you know, you got the fucking, um, you got the, the condescension and the prejudice and racism from the white community. Not everyone in the white community, but, you know, come on, there's segments of them. For God's sakes, lynchings were a thing. They used to string people up and kill them for being black. They used to burn your house with a cross and wear a white bedsheet because you were a black person. How insane is that? So don't pretend like this shit doesn't exist. It exists. Not every white person's like that, obviously, but it exists. So um, you got the fucking prejudice and racism from the white community. You got the self-sabotage within the own black community. You got fucking white women giving you a fucking, oh, you nigga, you ain't shit. I remember one time I was making out with this black chick at a party. And then, like, I had the gall to go make out with a different chick in front of her. I was drunk. And then all of a sudden she walks up. She goes, oh! Making out with another bitch, huh? You just another nigga. All my friends are laughing. Oh, shit. She just called you another nigga. Oh, shit. I was like, what the fuck? Who, who's a nigger? You nigga bitch. Shut the fuck up. Right? Throwing around these niggers all willy-nilly-like. You know, I'm going off on a nigger tirade. I didn't even know I used that word. You know, like, um, there's certain words in your vocabulary that uh, you don't really even know you use until you use them. You know what I'm talking about, white people. It slips out of your mouth every time to time, too, doesn't it? Anyway, um, but you get, you, get it, you get the prejudice from your own community too sometimes, man. The gull of it all. The sheer gull. I remember one time, um, well, I mean one time as if it, if, as if it was a long, long ago thing. This is like a continual thing. This is like a daily basis thing for me living in Toronto. You always got some nigger doing some crazy shit, right? I'm at work. I work as a temporary laborer. You got all sorts of mental patients coming into the office looking for work. Guess why? There's two reasons. Well, there's several reasons, right? Temporary labor attracts all sorts of people. It, it attracts people who want to be working for themselves and they're working towards things in their own life and they don't got time for the petty squabbles of some bullshit job that gets them nowhere. So they work a fucking menial job in order to get their other dream going. 
Or you got fucking mental patients, drug addicts, alcoholics, people with fucking mental disorders wandering and off the street trying to make a quick buck in order to get themselves some drugs and alcohol. So you got all sorts of people, right? So anyways, there I am at my temp office, temporary labor office, and I'm standing at the counter. And this fucking black man comes in, right? He's got to be like mid-40s. Comes in, right? <laughs> nigga, 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 nigga. Fuck you, nigga. And he's like, he's rapping to some fucking song, right? And I'm like, I just stood there, right? And um, he's obviously trying to call me nigger. But that's how much I don't even care about that word. When a white man calls me it, when a black man calls me it, I don't care. I ain't no nigga, right? It doesn't mean shit to me. It's just you being negative. That's how I look at it. Oh, this person is negative and they want to try to bring me down. I don't need that. So I'm like, why does this guy keep on screaming nigger? And he's obviously trying to intimidate me. And um, basically, I'm going to punch him out if he fucking if he fucking tries anything, right? I was just kind of standing there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to knock this guy out. Because that's the thing also, too. As a black man, and also as a man now at 31, I've recently noticed, like, in the last year of being 30, I'm not cute anymore. I don't try to handle things with resolve, you know? I don't try to handle things with diplomacy. If you fuck with me, I'm going to knock you out, right? So I'm like, okay, if this guy tries anything, I'm punching him out, right? So I'm standing there, I'm just kind of looking at him. Nigga, 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 nigga. And I'm like, okay, nigga, don't get too close. So then, um, but then afterwards, I'm thinking, oh, he's, he was calling me nigger. I was wondering, I was like, this is kind of strange. Why would you just walk into a place and start screaming nigger and like insult yourself? Like you're insulting yourself. Because I don't view myself as a nigger, right? It didn't even occur to me that he was calling me nigger because I'm not a nigger. You know, as ornery as that might sound, roll your eyes, roll your goddamn eyes. Thank you, Black History Month, for teaching me that I'm not a nigger. So anyways, um, I'm like, who's he talking to? Oh, it turns out he was talking to me. I didn't even get it, right? Because like, um, I don't get my fucking thoughts mixed up with other morons, right? So he's like, nigger, 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 nigger. And he's acting all stupid and shit. And um, long story short, that's why DMX went crazy. <laughs> like, the black man's got to fucking deal with a lot of craziness, man. We got disrespect from our own community. We get disrespect from the white community. Asians, Asians, you know. How many times do you hear about black men going into a fucking convenience store and the, and the Asian counter guy, he's just like, Oh, what are you doing, you fucking nigga? Hands on the table. Hands where I can see them, nigga. I'm just trying to buy a bottle of Pepsi, for God's sakes. Hands where I can see them, you nigga. Get out of my convenience store. I don't know. Is that a good Asian accent? See, I don't want to be racist. I don't want to go down this diatribe. I don't want to, or I don't want to start spitting off and spouting off about this shit. Anyways, thank you, Black History Month. I'll leave it at that. And um, don't leave me, my dear white listeners. I love you all. I mean, um, I don't know. It's almost more like a touch and go thing with me. Does that make sense? Touch and go. Well, touch and go is more like um, tag your it. Is that what touch and go means? Yeah. Yeah, tag your it. I react. I'm a reactionary. I react. I try not to react because generally speaking, I should take nothing personally. That's something I learned. You don't take anything personally. Whatever you say about me bounces off me and sticks to you, you know, rubber and glue. It has nothing to do with me, whatever you want to say about me. That is really you speaking to yourself. So it's like, I should just not even let it... It doesn't bother me, but I have to talk about it because, um, you know, these are some of the things that I face as a black man in 2018. But like I said, living in the benefit, 
Thank you, Black History Month. Um, before I get out of here, I want to talk to you about a couple goals, couple things coming along the way for old Chucklebud John Ramtram. I am going to be taking acting classes soon. Going to be taking some acting classes soon. You know, um, I'm an actor extraordinaire. Yeah, you gotta use what you got to get what you want before what you want is gone. You gotta reach for that star and grab for the wings. Hey, maybe I do still have it in me to be on Broadway. I gave up on that dream. <laughs> I went to theater arts school. I got a diploma in theater arts, and um, I took all these like song, song and dance, shook and. <laughs> Yeah, so I went to theater arts. Uh, I got a diploma in theater arts, and I went to um, I got a diploma in theater arts, and I went to like a musical theater program. And I remember one of the first songs I sang because I didn't know anything about musicals. I wanted to be like I wanted to be like Denzel Washington or some shit. I didn't want to be no fucking skibbity doo wop, fucking soft shoe dancing fucking idiot, right? Like that's not my bag of tricks. I don't dance, right? That's not my thing, and um, I don't sing. Well, actually, no, I do sing. You heard me, right? I sing like an angel. But um, more than anything, I just wanted to be an actor. And um, <clears throat> the first song I sang in, mu in musical theater school was Old Man River from the musical Showboat, I think. It's about a plantation, for God's sakes. Some fucking thing like that. And um, I, uh, I, I chose the song Old Man River just because a black man sang it, right? And I did it that way, too. I walked up to the mic... And I was like, hello, everyone. My name is Jonathan Ramtran, and I will be singing um, Hey Mama by the Black Eyed Peas. And I turned to the, uh, the pianist, and I winked at her. And she was like, what? And I turned to the audience. I'm like, ah, oh, no, just kidding. I'm going to be singing Old Man River. And then I, and I began. There's an old man called the Mississippi. That's the old man that I want to be. What does he care if the world got trouble? What does he care if he can't roam free? Old man river, that old man river. He must know something, but don't say nothing. He just keeps rolling, he just keeps rolling, he just keeps rolling along. I don't fucking know, is that how niggers sing? So I'm singing this fucking slave hymn. And, um, you know, the, I don't know, the class is eating it up. You know, they've never seen a black man. Y'all acting like you've never seen a black person before. Jaws on the floor. Like I just walked through the door, smacking Pam Anderson around like I'm Tommy Chong. Or whatever Eminem said, right? So then, um, you know, my classmates, they're like, oh, that nigger can sing. And um, I was off to the races. <laughs> no pun intended. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. Taking some acting lessons. Um, trying to up my acting game as I am a theater performer. I told y'all about um, how I was reading about Sanford Meisner. He was one of the founding members of the group theater in New York City. He was a peer and a colleague of um, acting greats, acting coaches such as Stella Adler, 
Eli Kazan. Oh, sorry, um, Eli Kazan? No, 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 that's the director. Um, that other short moron. You, you ever see? Lee Strasberg, yeah, that little creep, that cuckold. You remember him when he played, um, who did he play? He played Lee Rothman or whatever in The Godfather. Hyman Roth, you know. Hi, everybody. <clears throat> How did he sound? He goes, huh? This is, this is my, this is my colleague Michael. We're here in Havana. I've been coming to Havana since the late 20s with Michael's father. We had a good time bootlegging. But you know, it's big enough for everyone to have their piece of the cake. I'll tell you something about business. There was a man of mine, Mo Green. There's not even a statue built of him in Las Vegas. Somebody shot... I'm not doing a Hyman Roth impersonation. You know? What does a nigger like me know about acting, right? Hashtag Oscar so white. <laughs> anyway, um, gonna get myself together until the morning. Do some acting and shit. Maybe get some pussy. That's another thing I'm dying for. You know, all my ranting and raving about black pussy, white pussy. Just give me some pussy for God's sake. Anything. I'll even take a flashlight. I can't afford to buy one. Somebody send me a flashlight. Isn't that something that everybody has nowadays? I mean, I hear that all comics have a flashlight. I don't have one. Barely have an act, for God's sakes. So, like, if, if there's any if there's any kind-hearted um, listeners out there, send me a flashlight, preferably new, and, you know, get me some pussy this year. That's what I need. Um, oh, what I, oh, there I go again. I thought, the, I thought the black man wasn't a sexual predator, sexual deviant. Ah, no, I'm just going to the lowest common denominator, you know. Whenever in trouble, scream pussy. That's a good way to get a laugh. Or at least shake it up a little bit, you know. But anyways, those are some of my hopes and dreams for um, my acting career in 2018. Um, gonna go learn some of the Sanford Meisner techniques of um, acting. It's basically just um, how to use your imagination and your emotion to heighten your performance. That's basically what it is. You know, it's, it's, um, that sounds probably pretty vague to the layman. But um, for an actor, that's pretty much it. You know, you got to be able to use your imagination and your emotions, and you got to be able to work with um, text, dialogue. And it's a little bit more than that, but I mean, there's no point in me getting into it. If you want to know about it, you go learn about it. I'm paying hard-earned money for these fucking classes. I'm reading these books day and night. I'm busting my hump trying to be a fucking performer. So, you know, if you want to know about these things, you can do a little bit of work yourself, too. Get the gumption. You know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Shake your tail feather. Do something, for God's sakes. Don't rely on me to teach you how to act. Anyway, um, so those are some of my hopes and dreams for my acting career. Um... What else? Uh, gonna be taking some bass guitar lessons, you know? I'm a music man. I'm a greedy man. Greedy man. I'm a greedy man. And I uh, play the old bass guitar. And um, I figured, you know, why not try to take some coaching from that, you know? See where I can get my playing. That's my goal, is as music is my hobby, well, playing bass guitar is my hobby, I wanna see how good I can get. You know, that's my only goal is to just be the best bass player I can possibly be. Because I know I can work as an actor and a comedian. I've done it before. 
and I'm doing it now. So um, I know I can do that. I'm just gonna keep on doing that. But I just really wanna see how good I can get as a musician, because I've never really set forth the work commitment of being a musician, you know? I've tried half-assed in the past, and you know, I, I, I practice every day, but I just, you know, there's a lot of things you gotta learn as a musician, you know, just the diligence of training, the due diligence of training, training your ear, training your recall, training your um, learning how to read music. I, I can learn, I know how to read music to a certain degree or whatever, right? So there's all these little things that I'm working at and I'm trying to become a better performer. So, <sighs> let sleeping dogs lie. It's your old chuckle buddy, guess who? Jonathan James Ramtram reporting live for duty on this February 26th, 2018. On this February morning, birds are singing your name as I as I pray that you can thank Black History Month every day. Thank you, Black History Month, for my black ass. Show me some compassion. Hit me up at jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. That's jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Questions, queries, and qualms. Thank you, Black History Month, and I'll love you another time. We love you a long time.